Welcome back to NAT Talks Podcast. I'm your host, Sean. And today's guest, we have Alex. He's a co-founder of the NATs, uh, which is an NFT publication. Uh, he has a background in uh, creating magazines. He's got a magazine called British Thoughts, which is doing quite well. Uh, he's UK-based, but he's entered the NFT space. Uh, haven't seen anything like this. It's something very interesting. Um, you can do lots of things. We're getting whitelisted to projects, to find out information, to connect into other influential people in the space. Um, so if this is something that tickles your fancy, make sure you subscribe, share, and let's help build this community. So welcome to the NFT Talks podcast. I'm your host, Sean. And today's guest, I have Alex. He is an entrepreneur, a fashion photographer. He's the CEO and founder of British Thoughts Publishing <laughs> Magazine. Um, he's also the founder of Yenitis, which is what we're going to go into. Um, so many things. So happy to have you on. How are you doing, man? Thank you so much, Sean. Uh, I am so many. But in so the many. End, in the end, I'm only, I'm only a human. You know, I'm only a human being. Oh, but, it, yes, but it's, they, it's they, interesting to have someone like yourself with as, as many um, attributes to yourself in the NFT space. It's always positive. Yeah, I'm a multitasking person. This is how I would say it uh, because I love it and I love what I'm doing. And maybe that's why I'm doing sometimes many things, but I'm doing a few many things uh, for many years. Yeah. Okay, so let's, uh, let's, get, let's get an overview. I mean, we covered a few things, but I know fashion photography was a big and probably still is a big part of you uh, as you can see in the background and whatnot so let's um, update the listeners and the people that are watching on a bit about yourself and how much you've established in that obviously that industry yeah absolutely sure well at my core I'm a, I'm a fashion photographer for over 10 years so I started doing photography first of all because I love it so much uh, and then during the time with years, I somehow became better at what I'm doing. And uh, after a couple of years, I started working with many celebrities around the world. Uh, then I had an exhibition in 25 countries again around the world on all continents. Uh, and obviously, because I started working with this magazine, I, I built the magazine, uh, I think five years ago in London, I started working with many other great people, not only celebrities, but also, you know, leaders from different industries. So basically this magazine became like a tool for me, uh, you know, to get in touch with great people and uh, obviously find more information from there because I'm, I'm a constant learner myself as well. Mm. Tell me, what, what's the, the aim of the, what's the concept behind the magazine? Tell people at British Thoughts, what is it? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, the magazine is in print and digital as well. It is distributed uh, also in the UK, but also in Europe and America. It is a lifestyle publication, it's a luxury publication. Uh, the main purpose of the magazine is to reach great people that have great achievements in their career and try to get their knowledge to share it with the audience because uh, that's why we call it British Thoughts, because what else is more important in our lives, if not our thoughts? Because based on these thoughts, we take decisions. Based on the decisions, uh, we have a good life or a bad life, obviously. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think we're at that point where a lot of thoughts are, are floating around in the NFT space in regards to creating different things. So um, like, 
tell me how did you get into um the, the actual crypto space blockchain space I've, I know that you've been it's not you're not new to the space you've you, you've kind of looked into this space for a while haven't you since 2018 yeah in 2018 was somehow my first uh touch with with the crypto space uh when I was launching with my <coughs> the blockchain summit in Malta a VR technology uh back in 2018 through that technology people were able I mean we were able to live stream from events from from we were providing content from different, uh, you know, from a wide range of possibilities, from fashion to sports to education to, you know, many other things. Uh, but through a, a live system, through VR, through virtual reality, and that's uh, that was when uh, I started to understand what blockchain is, and I started to understand the security of blockchain, the transparency, how fast things will go, the whole network supporting the system. And uh, I, I got in love with it because, you know, I like these kind of things because I don't like to depend on banks, to be honest. And I don't like to depend. I love decentralization because of the possibilities uh, that are given to almost everybody as a normal person. So I, I found this a very important thing that will be forever. And then uh, I started to learn a bit more about it. And I started to read some books. I started to, you know, read everything in the online and so on. Mm -hmm. Until I finally got it. I was like, yeah, this is going to be forever. Uh, that was in 2018. Later on, because I suppose there, there is where we're going to go. Uh, yeah. Later on, uh, and that was like uh, a year and a half ago, I understood the ERC721 protocol from Ethereum, which was the non-fungible token. Mm -hmm. equal an ownership certificate of a digital asset. So for me as a creative person, as a fashion photographer, as an artist, that was really unbelievable because of those royalties, obviously. I uh, think that never happened uh, in the past, especially that uh, when you create something, a file, a digital file, mm -hmm. uh, you can only have you can only have an intellectual property of that file in the real world. You go to a lawyer, you say that this is my art, this is my art piece. I just want to make sure that I'm the author of it. But the online was not recognizing that file before. Uh, then, obviously, when when the NFT was po possible, being a unique, uh, like it's like a technology product that can be attached to uh, to files, but it stands for a unique for like a unique piece. Or you correct me if I'm wrong, because sometimes. I have too many thoughts in my head. <laughs> no, no, you, I'm with you. I'm with you. It, it is, it is a unique uh, digital asset. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Oh, you, you mentioned about obviously that you, you really stood out to you because of the creative side, the photography side. Did you ever get? Um, excuse me. Did you get screwed over? Did you ever get screwed over? With yeah, your work? yeah <laughs> I mean, during a decade, I am. I'm in this business for over ten years. So imagine that it happened to me not once, but many times. Mm. And it's not a great thing because you know you work. Uh, with a team to organize everything, the setup, the production, the mood board, the post-processing, and you know, all, all the stuff to have a good end product mm -hmm. for which you have paid, for which you have done a lot of work. And then suddenly you, you just search on Google images and you see it everywhere, especially when working with celebrities. And I was like, what can I do now? You cannot sue a billion people, right? billion people you, you cannot sue so many people and you don't want to do that anyway because i'm not that kind of person to attract that kind of negative energy and i was like when i when i understood about 
the non-fungible token possibility and the options that you have, especially the royalty and you know all the stuff else, like this is going to be forever. Once people will understand what an NFT stands for, they will adopt it because it's not something that you can only use as, as an artist. It's something that you can adapt to any business model, to be honest. And you can create so many things with it. If you are creative, obviously, and also if you have a bit of the entrepreneurial spirit so you can understand how you can use it and how you can give value to people because this is the most important thing you know, with an NFT. Then... What happened is that I started to trade NFTs myself because obviously I, I, I saw everyone making a lot of money and just flipping NFTs and, you know, these kind of things. But for me, it was more to understand. I wanted to understand, okay, uh, how it is when you actually trade NFTs and how this can grow as value or something like that. And I started to trade them. <laughs> I had made a, a bit of money. Yeah. <laughs> I lost a lot of money. Uh, because I've lost, I've lost a lot of money. Also, was this through art or PFP projects? What did you? Was it just like these profile <laughs> projects? Or <laughs> to be honest, I've invested in everything at the beginning because I had no okay. idea how how you know how to decide which one is good, which one is not. So I was like, okay, let's see what happens. That was the the main principle because I wanted okay. to see the feedback. What am I getting or what am I not getting? Mm -hmm. uh, but then after many months. Uh, I started realizing and I started to understand more. I started to understand that there is a team behind some good projects. And I started to understand that if you analyze those team and if you understand that those team are also good in doing other things and they have results in whatever they've done in the past, mm -hmm. that might be a good project. Then is the utility of the NFT because some of them might provide a, a utility. Uh, then is the rarity of these NFTs that, that makes them different and also makes some of them uh, more expensive or not. Um, then is also a, a lot of things to, you know, to, to, to research before investing in NFTs. Like, it's like a small audit. You just have to check the roadmap, utility, the token rarity. Um, also, if some of them uh, are transparent or not, because not, not all of them are transparent, not, not all of them you know, have someone uh, to there. speak about the project. Yeah, yeah. A, face to the, a face to the project and not, not anonymous because that, that is something that's in the crypto space, isn't it? That people don't really show themselves um, and that can be a danger because you don't know who's, in, who's running the project and who's delivering on that. Exactly. And to be honest, you know, I'm not a pessimist in general. I'm very positive, yeah. but I think there are like more than 95% from these projects are like crap, really. Bad. Okay. I mean, you only they only sell an image in the idea that they might fundraise, they invest in a bit of marketing and that's it. And then, okay, the idea, the concept and what they're providing there might be good. Uh, but after a while, obviously they get the money, they run away and nothing happens. And then you see yeah. uh, dropping in, you write to who? To somebody on Discord, useless. Yeah, I mean, I mean there, there are things that we have to, that are there, and I, and I agree with you. And there is, there, there's going to be a lot of that because it's so easy to, if you know, if you've got the know-how to put something out there and sell, and then people, and pe I don't think pe a lot of people are doing their due diligence. There's a lot of FOMO buying um, in this space, and people just wanting to make money. Unfortunately, yes, unfortunately, yeah. yes. But this is a serious problem, especially when you just want to invest. If you just mm -hmm. want to buy the art, that's fine. 
but if you want to invest and if you want to you know enlarge your portfolio or something like that that's different yeah. uh, th then you have to do a bit of research and then you have to study a bit more um, what happened with me is that after i was investing for many months in a row and i was making some money losing some money uh, I, I, I have not, I was aware one day and I, I have noticed that I was doing something. And that something was that I was searching on Google. Well, Google is just a searching engine where you can find anywhere from panties to whatever, socks, <laughs> I don't know what. And most of the times, the first uh, posts that you see on Google are paid ads. Well, ads can also deliver crap things. This yeah. is something real. And uh, then I had a brilliant, <laughs> a brilliant idea. And I was like, you know what, if I, if I'm the person that I want to, uh, you know, get information, I should get my information from a trusted provider. Mm -hmm. A trusted provider is, let's say that I'm asking you now, tell me uh, a magazine that speaks about rich people. What magazine comes in your head? Uh, GQ. Or Forbes magazine? Or Forbes, or Forbes magazine, yeah, yeah. Or Forbes magazine, yeah, yeah. Entrepreneur magazine, yeah. So if I'm telling you, tell me a fashion magazine. Yeah, what? then you, Vogue. Yeah, you see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your brain, your brain understands that magazine niche on that specific thing, being fashion Vogue, being rich people Forbes, being finance, financial times. Your brain understands that as an influencer, as a trusted provider mm. to provide you with information yeah when in the nft space if i'm asking you you will see that there are only some crypto websites mm -hmm. and they have many other things but there was nothing in the space on the niche to provide information for the people that are interested in in the nft space only and that was the gap that i found and i was like you know what we have to i mean we have the publication we have the experience we have a team behind we're doing this for so many years. And I was like, in the NFT space, we should become the authority of the space. By that meaning mm -hmm. that if I would tell you now, wow, Sean, I saw you have an article in Forbes. Everybody will be, wow, Sean has an article in Forbes. So that's yeah, something yeah. really impressive. Yeah, because that's a trusted and you cannot reach there easily. So I was like, okay, this is what we have to become for the NFT space. And we've called the project the NFTist because it's basically straightforward. Uh, and the NFTs, I mean, we have three personas that we want to, to gather in the, the exclusive community that we're building. The first one is the curious one. They just found out about the NFTs mm -hmm. and want to get more information. So basically they don't know anything about NFTs. So they will be, uh, you know, they need curated information. They need information uh given quick in the same time uh because most of the times people they go to watch podcasts yeah yep. which is great we're doing one right now but the reality is statistically speaking the reality is that not everybody is waiting two hours to watch everything from a to z until the end mm -hmm. so on the platform that we are creating we will provide people with one minute podcasts so in one minute i'm inviting you and you will have to reply to 10 questions by that, you can understand that in one hour, in 50 minutes, I can have 10 guests yeah, to reply of 500 questions, right? Mm -hmm. And in, in one hour, you can get from 10 leaders in the NFT industry 
a very good information and a very very valuable. It's going to be, have to be very simplified though. It's not going to be very detailed though, is it? That is not if if it's one minute. One minute, ten questions. What is an NFT? How does it grow its value? Uh, you know, many other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Informations, but provided by many leaders in the NFT space mm -hmm. that we will have as guests that they know what is about. And then people is like, if I'm creating a podcast similar with this one in football, yeah. if yeah. I invite Messi, uh, I don't know Ronaldo or which kind of top you know footballers, mm -hmm. in one minute they can tell you how to play football in ten questions, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. They can, they, give, can... they can give you basically the guideline of mm -hmm. that space. Um, and the, the other person uh, that is going to be one of our, uh, you know, part of our community is the NFT creator. Because when you create an NFT, you obviously want to somehow make sure that you will sell it because that's why you are creating an NFT most of the times. That's why it is an NFT and not just a simple art piece that you are keeping it for yourself. So when you create an NFT, you want to make sure that you know how to create one, because then if you don't create a good one, nobody will buy it. So this is the information that we will provide. The third person is the investor one. I'm having many businesses. I have money. I'm not really interested to understand what a non-fungible stands for, uh, what an ERC-721 is, or these kind of technical things. I just want to know in which projects should I invest and in how much time I will you know, have a return on investment or have some profit. And for this specific uh, persona, we will have a launchpad, an NFT launchpad, uh, because the ecosystem that we have created uh, is based on three pillars, if you want. The first one is the content platform, which is going to be an informational system provider to provide daily news, in-depth articles, analysis, strategies, one-minute podcasts, but also the NFT launchpad. Well, this NFT launchpad will provide people with curated projects at the seed phase that we will audit before we list them on the platform. Mm -hmm. And also our community leaders will say if that's a good project or not, after we study the background, the roadmap, the utility, the team and everything. Then we put it on the platform, but these kind of projects that we will list on our platform won't be anywhere else. So you won't find them anywhere else because we will have an exclusive platform. A, a question there, yeah. So by doing that, you're, you are, I mean, I'd say you put your, you're putting your, your, your credibility uh, once it's built at risk, um, because if, if that project goes down the pan and you're the got you guys have obviously co-signed it kind of thing like what happens then like have you thought about that it's the same i am the kind of person that i love statistics somehow why because if i say this is red if you say this is red and if we have 10 more people saying that this is red yeah we somehow have a confirmation that this is red Obviously, we might all be wrong, but in the same time, this is life. I mean, we can die any day. So life is risk itself. So if you take it in that way, it's not going to work. I'm the kind of person that I'm always focused on the solution. I'm always focused on the solutions. Uh, and I'm trying to make sure, not only me, but all the mm -hmm. team, and we will try to make sure. And also our community members, they will be able to decide if the project is a good one or not. In the end, you know, we all must take a risk. Otherwise, we won't be able to. It's just, it just, I'm just saying, I'm just curious about the, the, maybe the perspective from the collectors. Because if you're saying that, look, you'll get whitelisted to these projects that we will audit, exclusively audit, and this is what's going to be and so on. Uh, if I'm going to invest in this, I'm hoping, I'm, 
and I believe in your brand and I believe there's credibility behind it, I believe that you, I'm, when I'm investing, I can trust that the project's going to do well. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to do well. But because you've audited it, it's just, it, you know what I mean? I know, I know you can kind of want to a certain extent and make sure people can deliver. So how do you manage that between the projects, yourselves and the collector? How do you how do you manage how do you get something in place to make sure these guys are going to deliver on the project? Is it do they? I mean, how how does that work? The pattern is basically very simple. It's like I'm taking you. You are a footballer again. I'm taking this example. You are a footballer. I'm taking you, and then I watch your history. I see. Have you done? Have you played in any teams? Have you scored any goals? It's these kind of things. I basically do an research, do an audit on you. Then once I understand that you always, you're always focused to deliver, you're always focused to do it. You're always focused, you know, to work. I can understand based on your history and on the project and on the research that I'm doing when you're talking on your uh, smart contracts, uh, on your roadmap, uh, on everything that you are trying to build, yeah? And then I can list you on the platform, not me, but a whole team that is behind, because that is not just me uh, in the project. Yeah. Also, the community can say, okay, is that Leo Messi a good footballer? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Okay. Should we take him on board? Yes, yes, yes. It's like the, because we are, yeah. by the way, we will be a decentralized autonomous organization also. Yeah. So it's not us to do everything, it's the community to vote and decide what is happening with the whole ecosystem. Uh, because as I was saying, this is only for the launch pad, but we will also create some live and digital events in London, America, and Dubai, yeah? And at these events, many celebrities will attend, many top leaders or great people like you from the NFT industry will attend, mm -hmm. uh, and everyone that can provide us with powerful information because in the end, our purpose is to guide the community through the ocean of information to help them take profitable decisions, because this is all about, right? That's why we provide this kind of content. And a part of that, because we have this VR technology since 2018, yeah. we decided to go to metaverse uh, and we, we are creating our own city, which is called the city of the NFTs. That is going to be something fun, which I love it. It's like an avatar city from the future. Uh, we want to say that that city is from, from the year 2111, yeah. just because like the number, and we imagine how things should be uh, in that period. And in the city, people will access, and by the way, everybody will be able to access the platform, uh, the events, and this metaverse city through their NFT. So basically, once you have the NFT, you will log in on the platform instead of using a username and password, you log in yeah. with your MetaMask wallet, the platform opens and so on also with the Metaverse City. You put a VR glasses on, you log in with the MetaMask, then you are in the city. In this city, you will have almost everything we have in our real world. Meetings, business opportunities, gatherings, fun things, the red light district city, <laughs> uh, the financial, yeah, the financial district city and so many other things. But there will also be a marketplace to provide uh, the community with discounts to all our real needs. You need to rent a car, you need to book a flight, you need to travel, you need clothes, you need food. Everything we have in our real world, we want to put them there. So basically once you are in, 
you will flip, flip, flip whatever you want to buy or choose. And then you have a buy button and you receive your, your flight ticket by email. You receive your food at the door, but everything will be discounted because we're creating an exclusive community yeah. and the exclusive community has to have benefits the, because they are supporting us. We must provide value for them. How, how many um, entities are there for this collect, to be able to collect? We have 10,000 NFTs only, each one of them technically limited. So we, we will never have other NFTs. Mm-hmm. Uh, each one of these NFT is unique. And with these NFTs, you will be able to access all the ecosystem that uh, we have built. So this is, this is how it works. The NFT is crazy, man. <laughs> I can't wait to share the visuals yeah. of the NFT. Our, our artist is working for months. Everything is manually drawn. And you will see videos also because we have some videos uh, behind the scenes when she's working. Uh, and I'm very proud. I'm very proud of the team because trust me, we are almost nonstop. And by the way, the project started in May. Yeah, we are in December. In May 2021, I started working on the business model when the great idea came. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I started gathering the team. Then I started to do some more research. Then we started to implement things and to create everything that we have. So it's not just something that we started overnight like the hype okay let's do it quick because i'm taking the project for life and i tell you why i have no problem each one of these ten thousand tokens will give me us the team five percent royalties whenever people will will start trading them on marketplaces such oh, as secondary market yeah exactly okay so our main interest is to make sure that the utility and everything we are providing must be super quality for people because if you go on a platform that helps you yeah and it helps you also to take profitable decisions then you will speak around then you will be happy because Mm -hmm. it really helps you yeah if on a dress i go on fashion on vogue magazine it really helps me i will go there anytime but if it also helped me to take profitable decisions yeah through the launch pad through the meetings through the event and everything then I will start speaking around. When people start speaking around, that becomes a trusted. Obviously, we also have many great celebrities that I, I used to work with uh, for you know over 10 years joining us. They, they're already on board. And Can you name any? Can you name any? Any drop? Any any uh, any exclusives? Come on. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say at the moment, but yeah, I can give you I can give you an insight. Okay, I give it, but I give it just one. We have so many. <laughs> Uh, I give you one, which is a good friend of mine. His name is Reggie Martin. Okay. I'm sure you must heard of it. Uh, Reggie is like two million followers on Instagram. Very famous. He was the co- he was the 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 owner of the Playboy magazine after Hugh Hefner died, and so okay. he's got a great history. You can check his Instagram. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Reggie, I love you, <laughs> and thank you for supporting us. Uh, and so many other great ones, also British celebrities and so on, but also leaders and influencers from the NFT space, people that really do well in the NFT space. So I think I'm the kind of person that if I want to do a good podcast, I would definitely speak with you because you are very good in what you're doing. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So I, I believe I believe that we should all learn from great people that were uh, in the space either before us or people that took the risk before us because again mm-hmm. the nft space is not new but super new 
that's why that's so i think there are 90 90% of the people from from you know globally speaking they don't know what a non fungible is what yeah. non fungible token is uh, and yeah, this is this is mainly the the, the project is basically uh, an, an informational system provider to provide information uh, for everyone in the NFT space. And I'm saying that I'm taking the project uh, as a lifetime project, not because of the royalties and you know all the money that we will be making uh, because of this great artwork, uh, but because uh, I am sure. I have no idea why, maybe because I was studying so much or maybe because I'm in the NFTs too much, but I'm sure that these NFTs will be here forever. The non-fungible token system, protocol, technology will be forever. Mm -hmm. Why? Uh, I know for sure because uh, we are developing virtual reality systems and inside the virtual reality, being a frame, being the microphone, being the whole environment here must be owned by someone because otherwise it's like you would come here and you would steal my phone. You can't steal my phone because I have the receipt. Well, a non-fungible token, an NFT, stands for an ownership of a digital, an ownership certificate of a digital asset. So everything in the metaverse will be owned by someone. And we have so many examples. We have Nike, Adidas, Decentraland, and so many others. And everything there will be an NFT. And everybody will need this information. Everybody will need to understand, okay, what is like fashion? We have fashion. You're dressed, I'm dressed, this is fashion, but we also have Vogue. That's the authority of the space, which is niche and focused on that space to provide us with quality. And this is what we intend also to, to become for the NFT. Space. Do you believe there's going to be, okay, you talk about like there being a main, obviously, brand that obviously you got Vogue, you've got. Forbes that run this. Do you believe that's now with NFTs, this decentralized system, there'll be many uh, brands that will be at the top. You just want me one brand that runs it all or has that credibility. There can be 10 or 20 or 100. Like, because it's right, there are there are a lot of knowledgeable people out there, but they may not have the, the skills to get out there and market themselves in that way. And obviously these brands have obviously been going for years and they've, they've got themselves there and they know how to stay there. But with this decentralized metaverse, it gives people the opportunity to be on, on the equal playing grounds and build upwards and be maybe, let's say, not, not really down to marketing, but to, but to be rewarded for their knowledge and what they know and what, and what they're giving out. From my perspective, um, everybody, in the next five years, maximum 10, yeah. the lowest no-brainers will be in the maximum 10. And I'm not rude, it's a reality, but everybody, all the normal businesses we have now in the real world, either will adopt their business to the NFT yeah. because of the metaverse. And you see, this video will stand as proof later on. Mm -hmm. Either they will somehow be forced by the system to be to adopt their business to the system. Because it's like, if you go, the history is always telling, if you go in, back in the history, we had fiat, cash. Yes. We still have a few, a few. Then we had cards, yeah. yeah. Then we had digital currency, numbers in PCs, now we have crypto, yeah. because it's better. Uh, if you go back, we had marketing, yeah, commercials on the street, normal banners. Then we had digital marketing, 
on websites or different kind of marketing things. Then we had digital marketing with influencers. So that is marketing through a niche. Mm -hmm. Well, the metaverse has came, it's not coming anymore. Last year I was saying that it's coming. Now it's here and it's faster than, it's happening faster than ever. So imagine that in the metaverse, they will also need marketing. So yeah, no matter yeah. what kind of business you have, you will need marketing. What you're selling in the, in the metaverse is going to be an NFT because that is the only product possible to be sold on any marketplaces. Mm -hmm. Like I'm having clothes. You won't, you won't see me in the metaverse wearing the same clothes every time. That's possible, but you will say, brother, come on, please <laughs> change, <it. laughs> change your clothes. <laughs> then, I <laughs> then I will go on a marketplace and I will buy it. Another one and another one and another one. The best part with that is that everything will be possible, quicker, faster, better, but in the same time, everything will be tradable. Globally speaking, that will help the global economy very yeah. much. No, but I think you, I still want to, I want to know that. Do you think there'll be one top company that runs an industry, or will there be many? And like obviously, well, we have that. That's what I'm asking. Is do you think that is? I mean, with with Nike acquiring Artifacts, maybe that may be the case. Nike will still run the digital fashion side, sportswear, and potentially streetwear now uh, because they've they've kind of took that leap in investing in an NFT company like that. But do you, do you feel there'll be more like space for people to share the economy? Yeah. Uh, I think what really keeps us not to go further is our own self and our creativity and our imagination and, you know, our own restrictions. But yes, I believe that there will be many and more uh, because, you know, the metaverse is globalization forever. I mean, I can be in New York just like that, and that's going to be for real. I can have pressure sensors and I can touch you no matter where we are. So I'm definitely sure that the big whales and sharks that we have now will be the first ones to be the first ones there. Uh, but being a new age somehow, and look at the young children's coming, they're so yeah. creative and they're super talented. I'm definitely sure that things might change, you know, because at the beginning we had IBM, then we had Microsoft, then Apple, uh, and so on. It's the same here. I mean, and it should be like that because this is the only best way, you know, to to reinvent things and to make things better for everybody because this is the purpose. But yeah, at the beginning, I believe that the main ones will be the main ones yeah. there, like we have now, Adidas, Nike, you know, the big brands, yeah. McDonald's, Tesla, and so on. Uh, it's a question, though, it's a question, I think it's a case of getting it right. I think that Nike obviously obviously made a power move, and I think they made a real good move, investing in artifacts. You've had, obviously, Adidas, obviously, with uh, Funks and exactly. Apes and what, and Team Money, that, that's, that's a, a good move, because they, they've adopted the big people within the space. But obviously your McDonald's and whatnot, if they don't tap into the space and use people in the community and understand it properly, they st are still, they're still taught that they still can fail. They won't be as successful as they are in the real world. Uh, depending, depending also, because as I'm saying in the metaverse, like we have digital marketing, we will have VR marketing for sure. Yeah. I can tell you. So VR marketing, we will have many VR marketing companies for sure. If I'm not there already, not sure. Uh, 
But in the metaverse, marketing like it was from the beginning, it's going to be there as well. So what makes a difference between a big mouth and a small mouth it is obviously about the money. How much can mm. you pay? How many people can you reach? How many people can speak about what you're doing there? And so on. So this is how you create branding. When people is aware of the yeah. brand, that is branding. And branding, from my perspective, is more important than marketing. That's why Adidas made it with Bordy. Why? That is what I call a strategic partnership. It's yeah, not yeah. about just being early adopters. No, it's just about marketing, branding, marketing, branding. This is how they continue. But do you think, okay, so let's look at this then. So there's no, I don't know the figures uh, and how many people are in the NFT space, um, but, but we, we know that there's, okay, there's, there's 10,000 apes, yeah? So there must be only 10,000 10, owners. Now, if that was a company in the real world, yeah, do you oh, think Adidas would have done that with them kind of numbers? Because they would have had 10,000 people, whatever. You know what I mean? That's 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 small numbers compared to what we do. So so then there are too many. There are too, I mean, the number is too low. No, never. Yeah. They, they, no, no, no. It's just as I'm saying. It's just that they know uh, that this is also a good awareness strategy, just to you know, just to connect with a brand in a new space that is explosive because the space is explosive. Back in 2000, um, back in 2020. In the first quarter, only on OpenSea, there were sales of 10.7 million, no, 13.7 million dollars sales in 2020. One year later, in the first quarter of 2021, yep. we had 2.04 billions on the same yep. platform. Two quarters later, almost now at the end of the year, we have 11 or 14 10, billion. It was 10.7 or something, like that, wasn't it? 10.7 billion? Yes. Yeah, billions. Yeah. billions. And one year later was millions. So you can understand for me, it's not just the amount of sales. <laughs> people are aware of the space of and the space it's explosive and more people are coming. And obviously this is a strategic partnership between Adidas and, and Bored Ape uh, mm. to help them boost their awareness. Why? Because Bored Ape is luxury and expensive and fancy to have it. Mm. Obviously Adidas is also a great company to build original products. But in the same time, Board Ape is also known uh, as the project with many, many great celebrities from the music industry and so on. Yeah. So that is a good association of brands. Board Ape became a brand itself. So with that in mind, yeah, who, who do you want to come and acquire your entities once you guys establish yourself? Who, who's going to come and acquire yourselves? What company? Is it going to be Forbes? Is it going to be, is it going to be a fashion magazine? Is it going to be Vogue that's going to acquire yourselves? In the future, acquire us. Acquire, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Bordeaux was acquired by Adidas. No, I don't think. So. Oh no, it was it a partnership? But I know that obviously Artifact was acquired by Nike. So is that is that a strategy in the future? I, I, can, tell, <laughs> I can tell the camera and tell you that we won't be acquired because, as I'm saying, I'm taking the project as a lifetime project. And what I would love is to have a moment when people will say, "Wow, have you been in the NFTs?" Just like I would say now, wow, have you been in Forbes? And trust me, this is going to happen. I'm telling you for sure. Strategic partnerships then, maybe? What? Strategic partnerships, maybe then? Strategic partnerships? Yes, for sure. My main purpose uh, is to have these NFTs to give us many, many access uh, to, to open doors for mm -hmm. the community in each way possible. So I will definitely have a lot of strategic partnerships 
which I'm open for, and I'm open to have this, uh, because as long as we bring value to the community, yes, let's do it. So this, this is for sure. Uh, again, it's a lifetime project. So I see it growing. To grow something, uh, you have to think, okay, how we can add more value to everything we're building here. So this is important. And uh, strategic partnerships, I'm already doing strategic partnerships <laughs> also for the magazine. Yeah, because bit, this is- A bit this, technical you know, then, um, Alex, so is it, is it on the, which is it on the Ethereum blockchain, I'm assuming? Or is it on the layer two, the main blockchain or layer two? Question. That's a very good question. When I started trading NFTs myself, I had to face a lot of problems with gas fees. So yeah. actually what happened back in the days when I was trading at the beginning, I was buying an NFT, let's say with $200 mm -hmm. and I was paying a gas fee for $300. And I was like, what the hell, man? I feel like I'm going shopping. I'm, I'm you know, I'm just taking groceries for uh, 20 pounds, but I'm paying for the back 30 pounds. So I was like, this is, this is not a good thing. Mm -hmm. And then after research, I've noticed that everybody's facing the same problem. Gas fees, gas fees, gas fees. And I was like, you know what? Uh, which uh, blockchain is good for us to build and on which blockchain should we put a smart contract? And my tech team told me, okay, we have Solana. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but UI, UIX is horrible. So we don't want that for our users. Even though they have small gas fees and everything else, like, okay, we don't do it. I was checking. I love Solana. It's, you know, the proof of history is good also, but in the same time, the community is great as well. They have a great community. They are on the third place. No, on the second place, then the Polygon is on the third place. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, what are the other options? And then they showed me Polygon, Polygon Matic. Yeah. And I was like, okay, tell me about it. And they started to tell me about it. Okay, Polygon Matic is the, basically the internet of Ethereum. Yeah, it's like the internet, it's like the operating system of, uh, of Ethereum. Yeah, a, layer two pro, a layer two protocol on top of the, the main network. Yeah, yeah. It's what it is actually, but if you do it like that, you have low, low, low gas fees uh, for the community, which are cents. So it's nothing. And I was like, okay, but it's still the ERC721 protocol on Ethereum. Yes, absolutely. Okay, then we go with that one. Are, are there a community to support a project? When did they start it? What are, you know, I started to do the research and I have noticed that that's a great community. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, we will do on this one. And this is what, uh, what we have done. Our, our token, our NFT is on Polygonmatic, but on the mm -hmm. Ethereum blockchain, on ERC 720. So have you talked about the, the, so the educational side of, of that? Because it's not that easy just to straightforward, just to buy um, straight on the Polygon layer two, isn't it? You have to do some... <laughs> We will, we will not, anyway, we will have a tutorial video for everybody. Mm -hmm. So we will create a tutorial video in which we will explain in one, two minutes from A to Z, how to buy. Mm -hmm. There are just, I mean, the only difference is that you only have to have Matic in your wallet. That's yeah. the thing for the gas fee. Mm -hmm. That's it. But we will do a video for that. Uh, I'm the kind of, again, I'm taking the project as a lifetime project. I don't expect to have the sold out in three seconds, like yeah. everybody's expecting even though we invest a lot of money in marketing and celebrities and everything we're doing, because I want to make sure that we have a great community supporting and helping us to, to, you know, to boost the project. Yes. But in the same time, if we don't sell everything, there will be an open sea. My main focus is on the ecosystem that we are creating to provide quality for the community, because once we provide quality in the ecosystem, 
I only need one to 10 people to notice that that quality is a great one and they found gold here because then they will speak around because it's too good. So that's my main focus on delivering a good product and to understand the feedback uh, from everybody using what we are providing because this is the, the you know the simplest mindset. So we mentioned, I know we talked beforehand, is it the case that you've got, a, a, is there anything you can, like royalty wise you can get within by getting an NFT of this of of the, of the from yourselves. I didn't answer the question. Is then is, is there any royalties? Any royalties you can get receive anything you can receive? In uh, the yes, we have, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we have yeah. recurring royalties uh, because for the collector. For the yes. collector. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Go on. Yeah, of course. We have ten thousand NFTs and are are divided on three categories. We have the rare, super rare, and one of ones, mm -hmm. and we have seven thousand rares. Uh, 2,000 super rares and 1,000 one-of-ones. Only the one-of-ones are those ones to receive 2% recurring royalties from all the, all the 5% that uh, are for us. So we will receive three and we will share two uh, only with these 1,000 tokens, which are the one-of-ones, yeah? And by the way, when we go in the pre-sale in the public, everyone might have the chance to meet one or many uh, one-of-ones. Mm -hmm. Is it is it different cost then? Uh, these mint prices for the ones, or it's literally by look lottery. <laughs> you get it. It's once once it's minted. It's the same. I mean, our our tokens, our uh, pre-sale and public sale will yeah. be based on a Dutch auction. So mm -hmm. we start from zero three five. In the pre-sale, it goes up to zero point five. It changes once at six hours with zero point one Ethereum, and then for the public, it starts from zero point five five. And it changes with 0.1 until it reaches 0.7 in the public. So okay. if you are quick, you have the chance to buy it with a lower price. And trust me, this is a very low price because what we are providing, trust me, it's going to be gold, proper gold. This is my main focus, to make sure that we are providing not quality, but the top. I want the community mm. to feel that they are ahead of the game in the nft space yeah because <laughs> we have a joke we will mint something fresher than mint <laughs> we will mint something fresher than mint and uh, we want to believe that uh, we are also here that's why it's the nfts yeah we are also here for that one uh, that in 2017 2018 was buying crypto kitties was buying the punks and that one who was ashamed to speak about the punks and crypto kitties because nobody knew about the space, nobody understood that person, and uh, he felt ashamed. But after a while, he started flipping, and he started making more money than corporate CEOs. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fact. It's a fact. And we want to make sure that they they have the first moving advantage, the first movers advantage. But here we want to make sure that they keep it. And uh, we must make sure that uh, they are ahead of the game. Uh, so when, when's the drop then, man? When's the, the drop? Where, we, where can people get access to uh, project? Yep. 24th of January. 24th <laughs> January 2022 is the pre-sale. That is the day when we go on pre-sale. And then right after we finish the pre-sale, we go with the public sale. Everything will be on Discord. We, we keep everyone updated on Discord. So please join <laughs> and be part uh, of this big movement that, that, that we are doing, because this is big. 
this is big. I'm involved like 101%. Okay, well, the, I think it's always good that you've got a good background and solid background in the tech side. Obviously, I know that you with the VR stuff in your brother's company and in yourself. Uh, with obviously you've already got a magazine a publication magazine you've which has been successful that way so you've got all the things in place you've this isn't new to you uh putting something together like it's a project but it's just new to you in the nft space that's why um, i wanted to, to start it first of all everything i'm doing it's somehow on the same line so in my life the goals have changed from some from time to time but my vision never never i have the same vision since day one, uh, all my projects are going from day one. Everything that I'm doing, being my fashion photography, I have almost 11 years, I am continuing. Now, January 17th, I'm doing the next cover for the publication with, uh, I'm not sure if you know Gianluca Vacchi, the Italian guy, mm -hmm. which is very famous and uh, worldwide renowned. He's like 21 million followers on Instagram, a great person. So that is continuing. With the publication, again, <laughs> we move on for so many years and we gain uh, a lot of things and we, you know, we just closer and closer to the perfection, which doesn't exist, but this is what keeps us moving. Uh, and on the other hand, I love the NFTs. I, I mean, I love them as art pieces. I have so many myself also mm -hmm. because I, I just love them. Sometimes I don't even study the projects. I just love the art and that's it. Um, and I believe that there was nothing in the space to provide great information. And what happened with me is that I was going on Google, searching new projects, NFTs and everything. And then from Google, you are redirected. YouTube, Discourse, Telegram, uh, in a billion places. And until you find the information properly, until your brain gets that the information is a good one or not, you lose a lot. Now it's like, man, this is a real problem for everybody in the space. The space is growing anyway, so there will be this need. Let's mm -hmm. fix it. I mean, uh, in general, I'm the kind of person that I like fixing things. I like, you know, building business models. I'm a creative person, so I like to, you know, deal with these kind of things and see how far can we go to give and help also. Mm -hmm. uh, on the other hand, it's also a good, valuable project for us as well, yeah, because of these royalties, which makes us, uh, hungry to work and to be sure that what we are providing is great because if we are providing great quality in the system more people will want to join when more people will want to join but you only have 10,000 NFTs the floor price is going up right so that is good for everybody in the community but also for everybody outside the community that wants to be in the community and this is it. I mean, this is... Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a strong believer of like a few things you said. I mean, definitely I had the same experience with there nothing being there solid as a, some content, clear content and something credible uh, to say I can go to uh, and, and understand what NFTs are, whether it's looking into projects or or anything as any substance. So like same thing, reason why NFT Talks was around is to provide that, that simplified <laughs> aspect of it. So um. I totally agree. Like it's definitely needed and it's definitely needed in different areas, whether it's a publication, whether it's podcasts, whether it's because people are taking information differently. Uh, so it, it's 100% something that we we need to cover and it's important in order to grow the space. So it's great to see someone like yourself doing this um, and, and, and putting that information. Yeah, out there. Is the whole team behind, by the way, I'm just yeah. the 
space. But <laughs> I'm thankful to my team because there are like 13, 14 people in the team. Uh, on the tech side, on the marketing side, on the social media, on the community management of Discord, on the we have a chief of growth, chief of operations. We have <laughs> great talented people in the team. Everyone believing in the project like myself. And I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, I just feel, you know, sometimes overwhelmed, but sometimes honored that these guys, you know, are giving me and us the support to, to make this possible because, mm. and, you know, this is, this is all about. Talking about yourself, are you going to be producing any NFTs, fashion, photographer, NFTs yourself? Because obviously with your background, photography, ownership, have uh-huh. you done it already? If you haven't done it already, is it, you got in the pipeline? I have done, and uh, that was actually my biggest uh, fail in the NFT space. And okay. <laughs> that was my first NFT. Uh, Natural, if you can see this cover, this one okay. here, uh, back in, I think in February 2021, I was launching my first NFT, and all the press took it uh, to say that I'm the first fashion photographer to launch an NFT. Mm-hmm. But nobody bought it. Nobody bought okay. it because that was not an NFT. What I've done, I was like just taking the cover, the image, the JPEG, and I was converting that into an NFT, but I had no idea what the bidding is, how it works, mm-hmm. what the properties are, and all the other things. I've just minted, published, but nobody bought it until today. And okay. I wish that nobody will because that is actually not what an NFT stands for. <laughs> However, I did it because I wanted to... to just understand, uh, but I am preparing something. I can't say it for now. It is on fashion. Okay. It also involves fashion photography. It also involves fashion items for real, mm-hmm. unique pieces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to okay. More, uh, but that is going to be like later on. Maybe, hopefully, next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, my main focus and my main purpose right now is to make sure that the NFTs will be established as a worldwide renowned brand because of the celebrities of the marketing, you know, and all the tools that uh, I have, because thanks God during the years, I've done so much work and I have some PRs. I have some, my, my network is quite great to be honest. Uh, and I'm thankful for that because I was working so much for that. And you know how it is. Yeah. 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 It's home before. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what you guys have got to come. Um, all right. And so, Rounding it, round it off is a question I always like to ask is, well, how do you see the NFT space, um, your world waking up in the morning, including NFTs, maybe VR, AR, how everything works? You wake up in the morning, how does a, a, a typical day look? Well, the first thing, like, I mean, I'm taking myself as example, what I'm doing, this is the routine that I have. The first thing in the morning, uh, if we speak about, I'm now trying to combine metaverse with the real world as it is today, right? And, and the NFT space. So basically the first thing in the morning, coffee and everything, then you start emailing, reading emails, replying. Uh, then you start to prepare the day. So imagine that doing that in the metaverse will be fun in the same time because you have controller joystick, but you see everything like you would see in the real world. You can flip. Instead of flipping on the laptop, you can flip there and things might happen quicker. Uh, then you start maybe having some meetings, which is going to be fun because you can actually shake hands, not just watch through a laptop screen mm-hmm. and you can have a different kind of interaction. Um, and then I'm, what I'm doing in general is that I'm reading a lot of news information and trying to understand and to absorb. Uh, 
to make sure that I'm somehow updated and I, you know, I keep up with what's happening around the world, especially in the space. And I think people, most of the people are doing the same. Um, and plus is that we have the fun part where we just have gatherings, we can go out, we can, you know, have some travels, book some things that we want, buy some clothes. Uh, I somehow believe that we will become super lazy if you want me to be honest. Yeah, we were half, I think we're half the world's halfway there already. <laughs> we also have sport options in, in, in the metaverse because we have controllers, we, yeah. can, we can run. And I'm sure that the technology will be more advanced and it's going to be quite fun and crazy. Not sure how many people will do it, uh, but that, that will be there for sure. I, I thought I thought you would have definitely would have said you, you wake up in the morning, you whether well, you put on and you read your NFTs. <laughs> that would have been the plug. <laughs> Imagine. I mean, I will do it anyway because this is what I love. So I will be there anyway. Imagine that this is what I'm going to receive. Uh, the way people will receive, it's going to be somehow like a newsletter form yeah. <laughs> in a metaverse. So imagine that you have the pop, the pop-up, you put a glasses on and suddenly you see. The fun thing is going to be that you can just watch, zoom in, zoom out, and scroll and move. It will be a different way of interacting with the media as we know it today. Mm -hmm. Because now this is the only thing you can do or in the online, which is nice. I honestly prefer this one also, uh, even though, you know, I'm a kind of person that I love digital because we don't want to, you know. What about, what about mixed reality then? That potentially, that, that's always an option for that is obviously opening up the books, the physical book. You got your AR glasses on, and things come come to life. Videos pop up. And all that that side of it. I can't wait for that to be honest. It is going to be super fun. I mean, imagine that the, the avatar will be possible finally, and not only the avatar. Everything we have dreamt of. It is like if I'm flying tomorrow to Chicago or whatever, I can put a glasses on and I can see the place before I'm there. Okay, mm -hmm. how's the weather? You look around, you feel it. Mm. Uh, then you can also book it. Uh, then you can, I can meet you like that. Everybody can join like that. So we don't need to rent rooms. I mean, from the other hand, from the other perspective, we will have many, many pluses because you don't have to buy for a meeting room or something like that for the rent, which is expensive. We all know. Uh, if you have a small room where you live, yeah, maybe you live in a share house, whatever, uh, then maybe you need a big desk. In the VR, you will be able to have this desk. You will, mm. you will be able to flip images. So you have how much space do you need or you want. There are many pluses uh, from this perspective. And I think it's going to be fun also because in the end, why are we using Zoom? Why are, because cr people are criticizing, yeah, but you know, that's not a great way of, we will adapt. We will adapt. Everybody is adopting to whatever happened. Why do we have light? When we had light, uh, first, you know, <laughs> maybe a few hundred years ago, yeah. when we had light, people were afraid that, oh, what if, what, what happens if, uh, you know, fire will come or whatever things, they are afraid at the beginning. But now imagine without light, we wouldn't be anywhere. Mm -hmm. And many other things that uh, has happened during, uh, you know, maybe the last century. No, I, I'm, I'm definitely behind you. I think it's a great time. It's early. There's, there's going to be uh, people not sure about what's going on, but I think it takes people like yourself, myself, other people in the community to be the forward thinkers and innovate and think about how we're gonna build things. And then eventually the masses always come over because 
the big brands will come over with all the attention, which is already <laughs> happening, which is so early, which is obviously like you got your Facebook, your Nike, your Adidas, uh, all the designer brands. And are they stupid? Are they stupid? This is my <laughs> question. Why are they coming to the space? They are the first ones to build everything we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adidas, Tesla, uh, Rolls Royce. There are yeah. so many super huge companies that are literally revolutionary and they've lasted for over 100 years. Balenciaga, the fashion brand. Yeah, yeah. And so many others are joining the NFT world, are joining the metaverse. Why is this happening? Because they know. Because they know. Because if I know, if I'm a celebrity from Hollywood, I obviously know the other celebrities from Hollywood. So I will know before everyone else, what are they going to feel? Because I know them. So it's the same thing. It's just the level they are. They, you know, they are top leaders, top influencers in the space. They just join because they know from, from the other, you know, from their friends, from the network. And everybody's moving there. Uh, and you will see. I mean, the time is passing. Uh, there will be people obviously there will yeah, be people course. saying saying that i remember when that person told me about it, it was in 2021 yeah. and like he was bitcoin in 2019 or something like that you know yeah 100 i mean it's it's like either you adapt either you don't but this is web 3.0 it's happening right now it will be natural forever because you will keep on growing mm. I don't know what kind of AI or whatever things will be in the future, but it will be uh, for a very long time, for a very long time. That's perfect, man. So where can people find yourself um, links-wise? So you mentioned the Discord earlier on, um, your personal, where's the best place to find things about yourself and obviously... www.dnftist.com. Yeah. Uh, Then we have DNFTist Instagram, DNFTist Twitter, DNFTist Discord. We have everything DNFTist. We even have, uh, you know, took the the brand. We registered the brand, so we are registered at the UK Gov. So this is this is how people can find us DNFTist. Uh, The main website is .com. Uh, We also have the .io, but I wanted to be on .com because that is (laughs) to be forever. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, Shane. Now, Thank you for coming on and sharing, obviously, your knowledge and what you guys are doing. And I look forward to uh, everything you said and everything you can deliver. It sounds like a great project. I know that you obviously got the experience. So that's I'm always backing people that are bringing tangible, real-life experience and, and ex- trying to execute within this space. So, um, and yeah, I look forward to everything that's going on, man, moving forward. It started in May. So it took, <laughs> you know, quality takes time. I always say yeah, quality takes Nothing can be built overnight. And I'm happy, even though it's it's a hard road uh, sometimes, you know, because what you see when you start any project, even with the magazine, when we start something, you see it straight for that and you see the end. I still see the end, but you know, the road sometimes- Yeah, up and down. <laughs> you know, might have gaps, but we never give up and we will never give up. This is Perfect. a good thing. All right, so, okay. thank, you so thank you guys. Thank you, uh, Alex, for coming on. Thank you guys for listening. Um, guys subscribe if you want to hit hit Alex up make sure you contact him everyone stay listening and stay blessed